Yes, people. <laughs> Welcome to another goddamn episode. Echoes from the void. And uh yeah. I mean, what can we say, right? So, uh, we're still in it. We are still in it. Um but you know, I ain't I don't know. People seem to be for the most part. For the I mean for the most part people are behaving, people are staying in and doing what needs to be done, right? I'm you know I'm following guidelines, haven't touched my face, my eyes, anything like that. Unfortunately, my dick is covered in COVID. <laughs> you know what I mean, hey, <laughs> what are you gonna do, right? What the fuck are you gonna do, huh? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, it is interesting, right? Because um, yeah, you know, as I said, look, for the most part, people are behaving themselves. But hey. This is a ripe time for certain shit, right? Um, hey, a, a guy was found to be trying to smuggle in 14 kilos of cocaine in a consignment of um face masks, right? He was trying to come through the channel tunnel with that shit, so. You know, like people are definitely gonna try something. Um, you know, I mean, supposedly, right? Incidents of antisocial behavior have risen by over 50%. And oh, yeah, that, like that's not surprising, right? I mean, I just say, look, I know my the people above me. Have got a little kid And you just hear the kid running and running And you want to Yeah, use a kid as a football But you, 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 you understand, right? This is some crazy time Kid can't go out, right? And it's a baby You know what I mean? So it's just like, alright Just let baby be a baby You know what I mean? Um so there is that now um there is a kid like a guy in isaiah kid but a guy in wales right he has been sent to jail dude got sent to jail for um being uh basically caught by the police for a sixth time so all the previous times he was given a fine but yeah, on the sip time, they're just like, yeah, no, you're going to jail. Now, but the thing is, is is I, I don't really understand what he was done. Because he, they say he was driving, right? Um, and they say, but it says for but with total disregard for the law and their health and well-being of others. 
But I don't quite get that. Now, I know that Mark Maron got into some craziness on Twitter. The I think it was like maybe over the weekend. All he said was, hey, do you think it's fine for me just to go for a drive? And uh, people went in hard. And the thing that I found weird was, after the fact, Maron was like, yo... Look, people, I apologise. I understand that maybe, you know, doing that was... And I'm just like, well, don't apologise. You asked a fucking question. You know what I mean? You asked a question. That was it. Like, people can't... There's no need for people to lose their shit when someone asks a question. And the, the thing that I'm wondering, because... Going for a drive, and I know there's there's people that d- have done that, and I'm kind of like, is that bad? Because we're told that we can leave the house, right, for exercise and mental health, and they're saying like, yeah, obviously, don't spend all day out, go out for about an hour or something like that, but if you chose in your hour... To go for a drive I don't see that as being bad Because you're confined to your car You're not with others So you're not infecting other people So Yeah I don't So yeah I'm kind of confused On that And like why He was Like I can understand if you're speeding Right, if if you're speeding, then yeah, obviously, that's never allowed. You know what I mean? Come on, understand, right? So if he was speeding, I would understand. But if he was just going for a drive to get out the house, then yeah, maybe that's a bit harsh to arrest, dude. Right? I don't know. I I, I think it possibly is, but um, yeah. I don't know, what were what, what you going to do, right? He got caught five other times doing something. It doesn't say what he had been doing those other previous times. But, hey, they wanted to send a message. And, um, yeah, they have done that with this dude. So, um, sucks to be him, right? Sucks to be him, and maybe, because this is Wales, right, so maybe they've got some real kind of stringent lockdown rule, I don't know, who knows, right, uh, yeah, but there you go, but trust, it is not the only crazy shit happening, because, yeah, obviously, Obviously, this be crazy times and crazy people do crazy shit. So um, yeah, let's get into uh, yeah, let's get into some more of that bizarre human nature shit, shall we? All right, let's go. All right, so there has been so much talk, so much talk. About um, 5G, right? And so the, the people have got this big fucking theory that 5G is 
the cause of the coronavirus. Because, yeah, people are morons. <laughs> people are straight up morons. One of those morons hosts a <laughs> TV show in the morning on ITV in the UK, right? So there's a show called This Morning. And one of the hosts is Eamon Holmes. Um, and he hosts it with his wife, right? And on Monday, <laughs> on Monday, this moron was like, um, he uh, kind of made the, the claim. Because he's like, oh, a lot of media is reputing claims that 5G is the cause of corona and um he is he says something like um when they don't know it's not true and yeah he he kind of he he basically came out and was he thinks that 5G caused corona now obviously the next day he had to walk that shit Back because obviously ITV called him up and was like, "Son, what the fuck are you doing?" And they probably bitch slapped him, so he walked it back, right? He walked it back. Uh, and what did he say? Uh, there's no link, but that many are looking for answers, and that's simply what I was trying to. It's like, shut up, Heyman, you fucking idiot. Right, but <laughs> so what happened over the weekend? Right, so over the Easter weekend, people started attacking 5G masts. Right, they the people were setting these masts on fire and like just trying to destroy these masts. Obviously, they're not going to destroy them because they're giant motherfucking things made of some sturdy-ass material. But people, yeah, they're, like, trying to set them on fire and doing some other crazy-ass shit to them. Which, it's not smart, right? And, like, you know, especially right now, when you think about it, people are, you know... The only way they can stay in contact with each other is via, um, you know, Skype calls and Zoom and, you know, basically it's the internet and phones, right? Internet and phones. So what do you think happens if they, if these masks all went down? <laughs> People are going to lose service, you fucking idiots. Is 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 like what is it? I don't understand what what goes through some people's minds. Now I have to say, right? I have to give a big shout out to Lil Duval because hey, he, he um yeah he 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 dropped the truth right. So he said, uh, like. I think it's 184 countries have the coronavirus, right? 
only five countries have 5G towers. <laughs> and yeah. If if that doesn't clarify that to people, then what the fuck will? But you know, then hey, people think the earth is flat. So or or um do we see other big thing? Dinosaurs never existed. So <laughs> oh my oh my right <laughs> so yeah if people are gonna believe that then yeah they're gonna believe that uh the virus was spawned by 5g dum 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 crazy ass motherfuckers <laughs> but it gets worse people it gets Worse. Okay, so now I've, I've you know I was thinking the other day that you know we're gonna start to well maybe not see, but this is some real ripe time for murder and shenanigans. Yeah, you know I mean, like imagine. You've got some disgruntled kids, right? Their parents are old and their the parents have said, look, we're disowning you. You're not going to get any of our money. Those kids go around to the parents now, you know what I mean? Thinking, all right, we could infect these motherfuckers. They die. We get their cash. I, I, I could definitely see that shit happening. Right now, <laughs> this crazy motherfucker did something thinking he could use the coronavirus as a get out of jail free card. Right, so this guy, David Anthony, he, um, well, reportedly, right, he, he has reportedly killed his wife, Gretchen Anthony. Now, they had, um, they'd filed for divorce, right, just re- just at the end of February. So, yeah, at the end of February, they'd, they'd filed for divorce. They'd been living separately. But, uh, you know, everyone thought that he uh, was a little crazy. He's a little crazy and you know needs to have an eye kept on him so their family started getting suspicious because they received text messages saying that uh you know she had been uh diagnosed with corona and she had to, um, you know, go to the CDC for a further observation. So this was on the 23rd of March, right? Which, 
you know, you think, well, that sounds pretty fucking serious, which it's kind of, it was a kind of a dumb move, right, because it took, you might go, all right, um, yeah, I've, I've contracted corona, and I've got to go into quarantine, so I, you know, I won't see you for two weeks or something, something, right, that probably would have been a better thing to do, but to say that you then have to go somewhere for further observation, that's going to get people super worried, and they're going to be calling to find out more information, which, yeah, it seems that's what happened, right, so, um, he, like, he tried to be smart, so he parked her car in the parking lot of, like, the, the medical center, so he parked her car there, to kind of uh, make it look like she was there, I'm guessing, and her, but her purse was on the front seat, which, yeah, that's an odd one, right, that, but unless the purse is there, thinking that maybe someone sees it, breaks in, takes the car, right, so maybe that was, the, 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 the thinking behind that But, you know, the family was concerned And they called police on the 25th To report um, Gretchen missing Right, so, yeah That's when it all starts to get Kind of, you know um, Now Right, so he'd already been in trouble with the police as well This is the real, real kind of like crazy ass shit So a week before all of this went down Right, so I don't know, when would that be? So she went missing, let's say on the 23rd Right, so if she went on the 23rd, then that would mean probably the 16th. Alright, so yeah, around then, around the 16th, um, David was seen approaching 15-year-old girls sweating profusely. Like, and he'd used... Masking tape to try and alter his license Which is like super suspicious Now the police saw him doing this shit Tried to kind of get him And he, he tried to escape Tried to escape, got arrested But was released on a three thousand uh, dollar bail, which I don't know. I'm like, oh fuck! Why I wouldn't release someone that did that? That's it. That you know what I mean? It's just like, all right. So this creepy motherfucker is looking like he's trying to nab some fifteen year old girls. He's altered his license plate so. 
he can try and get away without being found. That's super suspect, right? Then he, you know, he assaults a policeman, tries to escape. That's like, that says risk all over it, right? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't think that if you let someone who did that shit out, that A, they're not going to try something else like that, and B, that they would then turn up on the at the court for, you know, the sentencing hearing thingy, right? I'd think... Yeah, motherfucker's gonna try and flee. You read, he's gonna do something else and be in the wind. But they put him out on fucking bail. So he went out on bail, right? And um, that's when it seems that it all went to shit. So the police went to speak to her neighbors. Now this I find real odd, right? So they went to speak to their neighbours while conducting, you know, the missing person investigation. And her neighbour said that on the 21st, they recall hearing a woman's, and they've said it, blood Curdling screams With shouts of No No it hurts It's just like they, they, They've heard This But it seems they didn't do anything You know Like You, you think if, if you heard that You would Um You'd report it, right? So, they took a photo, right? They, they'd taken a photo of a car that they saw backing into her driveway, like, after all of this went down. Which, obviously, it was David Anthony's car. But, yeah, it just seems kind of like, why... Didn't the neighbour call police? You know what I mean? Like, firstly, like, you know, maybe you're scared, right? So you don't want to go out there to, you know, see what's happening because, like, maybe she's being shot. Maybe she's being stabbed and you're thinking, fuck, I don't want that to happen to me. Fine. I understand that. You could be scared. But you, you think, all right, I'm going to call police. So you think you would do that? Or go check on her once you hear the car drive away. You know what I mean? Like that it just seems to me that they they're the things that you would do in that situation, not sit on this and wait until someone might maybe comes a calling asking for information but you took a picture you took why did you take the picture you know like you think you that you took the picture as evidence so now you can go to the police and be like look this person i saw this car i heard this can you look into it 
Yeah, yeah, to think that. So that would have been the 22nd. So that would have been what? So that's if the, you know, they called, the family called the police on the 25th. So that's three days advance notice. It's, 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 yeah, it's kind of baffling why they didn't do that. But, yeah, they they didn't do that. So the police, you know, they, they've kind of figured, oh, yeah, that's his car. So they're like, right, we need to um, try and find this guy. Uh, so... You know, they, they. I think they looked in the house, and they found like blood-soaked um, towels, like droplets over the place in the bedroom, and bleach stains on the garage floor. Uh, they got some pings off of cell phone towers from both phones. In Texas And it seems that New Mexico police Apprehended him On the 31st of March Which Yo, have to give it to them For catching him You know what I mean? Have to give it to them for catching him And yeah He's definitely Like, because he, He went to Um Oh, who did he see? It, oh, gosh, who was it? He had gone to... Um, fuck. He had told someone... Um, uh, that's it. He went... His neighbour. He went to his neighbour and asked them to look after the cat. Right, so he went and got his dog, got the dog, but said, look after the cat, because, you know, Gretchen has got corona, she's in quarantine, so I'm going to go check on her. So, yeah, how fucking crazy is that? And I, I guarantee that's not the only time they like other people are doing similar grime. This, this is the time to do it. Everyone's locked away. So if you don't see someone, you know, you, that's why. Because we're not meant to be going and hanging out or anything like that, right? So unless someone is your neighbor and, you know what I mean? You might see them, like, coming home or on your way out for a walk or something like that, right? That might happen. But if if, if they're away from you, you're not going to bump into them. So not seeing someone while we're on lockdown, yeah, you're not going to think, oh, I wonder what's happened to, no. Because you might send a text message And if the, you know, the killer has got their phone Hey, you'll get a text back Hey, so yeah, this uh, Man
some crazy ass shit, right? Crazy ass shit. So yeah, I wonder how much more grime like this will be uncovered once, you know what I mean? Everyone's allowed out again. But also, also, it'll be interesting to see how many people start, um, you know, picking up inheritance checks, right, off of, you know, people who they'd kind of become estranged from, who they'd fallen out with, right, because parents didn't have enough time to go change that wheel, fucking kids went, coughed on them, got them ill, boom, it's over. Yeah, can definitely see that shit happening. Some crazy times, people. These are some crazy fucking times. Okay, I have to say, this is amusing as fuck. (laughs) So, um, in Crowley, in Louisiana... Okay, so they've got a curfew in place um, because of Corona, right? Um, So, to let people know that the curfew was about to go into play, they they played a siren. (laughs) They played a siren. The problem was... (laughs) It's the same um, type of siren used in the Purge um, films. <laughs> and, and so, you know, the residents were not happy. They weren't happy and filed a whole heap of complaints. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, <laughs> what did they think was gonna happen? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh man, oh, it's fucking crazy. But I kind of feel to be bent out of shape about it. It's just like, come on, people. Come on. Now, the the police chief said that he he didn't want to use the normal police siren to alert residents to the curfew. And another officer pointed him to an old military siren that they had. But, yeah, it's... That's the type of siren that was used in The Purge. Okay, so, look, if you don't know what The Purge is, it's, I don't know, I think there's, I think there's been four films, and there's a TV series as well, right? And so the US government has set up a holiday where all crimes, including murder and assault, are legal for 12 hours. 
Yeah. 12 hours. <laughs> and, you know, this craziness happens with this, with this siren noise. So, uh, you know. That, 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 that's why people complained. Now, I can understand that you might be a little bit miffed. But, yeah, to make a complaint, calm down, people. There are more things to uh, be, uh, you know, concerned about right now, I would think. But, goddamn, that is some funny-ass shit. Okay, so, the American presidential situation seems to be, well, it's kind of thinning out, right? So, Bernie Sanders has um, quit, and it looks like Joe Biden is the challenger to Trump. Um, now, with all of this happening... Suddenly, I mean, certain shit is 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 coming out of the uh, out of the woodwork, as it were. And there's this one story, which I mean, like, look, if it's true, then it's not good. It's not good for old Joe. But I think it's it's. Fair to question the whole situation, right? So, uh, there's a lady called Tara Reed, who um, I think she worked in Biden's office back from I think it's like December '92 till I think it's reported as August '93, and. She she claims that he uh, sexually assaulted her. Now, she initially said that he had harassed her, and um, and this was this you know she said this last year, right? So that was the first anyone had kind of heard about it, and, um, yeah, now, just last month, suddenly, she broadened the accusation to include sexual assault, which, yeah, you kind of think, okay, alright, but why now, like, why is, you know what I mean, like, why is now the time for all of this to come out, which, yeah, I mean, that's always the, um, the big thing, right, so, <sighs> it's, it's a tricky one, it's, it's definitely a tricky one, she supposedly at the time told three people, um, no, sorry, five people, and, Three of them have said they have no record that, um, you know, they had any sort of conversation with Reed about this. Like, the fourth person, um, 
you know, they said that, um, you know, they remember retelling her uh, that she had spoken to supervisors in Biden's office about harassment, but not an assault. And the fifth person, um, they said that she, you know, she remembers her telling her about this in 2000 sometime, and um, just that he'd been inappropriate, but that's it, you know, but, you know, and she didn't kind of div... She didn't detail what inappropriate meant. So, yeah, it's this weird kind of situation, right? And so last, it's weird, last year, um, someone came forward, Lucy Flores. She um, said that Biden had inappropriately touched and kissed her. So what it says, like he had kissed her on the forehead. That that's what kind of was supposedly had happened, right? So that came out um, last year, and so yeah. Then at the time, um, this is when Reed. So that was April, and and Reed had come out and said. Um, you know, that Biden had inappropriately touched her during her time working in his office, rubbing her neck in a way that made her feel uncomfortable, and that she'd been asked to serve drinks at a fundraiser because she was told that Biden um, had thought she had nice legs. So... You know, there's, there's that happened. She said that last year, but now she's saying that she didn't feel comfortable at the time telling the full story, which you kind of wonder. But why? Like, why didn't you feel comfortable telling the full story? You know, it, it seems an odd kind of situation to not come forward you know because i think look you can kind of understand why someone might not want to do it in 93 although you know we still had sex sandals in 93 do you know what i mean so like because, you know, she said she, she t- you know, told HR in the office, but they didn't take it forward, which I think, look, I, everyone can probably relate to knowing about something or maybe doing something themselves, telling about an incident in the office. But for so- whatever reason, it never goes anywhere. So you think, All right, yeah, I could see that. But right. He's a senator. So you kind of think she could have told her, like, you know, it wouldn't have been out of, um, you know, 
I can't think of the term. But you know, it wouldn't be a, of a stretch to think. Well, she could have told the local paper, TV, radio, back then. You know what I mean like there's other other things that could have been done, but right, she didn't. But yeah, why now? Like why why now? And why only tell a part of the story in ninety in, in in you know twenty nineteen? But now, tell the full story, you know? Because, hey, when you think about all the uh, Me Too movement and everything like that, everyone was coming forward with his stuff. You know what I mean? Everyone wanted their, their moment to tell of, you know, this happened and this happened. And, yeah, some were legit, some ain't. Were proven to be false But people came forward with stories So you think Hey, that's a time Well, that's one time Now, the the, the one thing That really seems kind of odd with this Biden was Obama's vice president Right? So You kind of think if If you're you know, you 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 you're kind of telling this because you think, oh, it's important that someone who could potentially lead the country, you know, like the world knows about the type of person he is. But vice president is a big job. <laughs> it, it, it's not like they're just sitting there twiddling their fingers, right? So, I think you I, people would hope. That the person you know serving as the vice president isn't a creep, so that would have been an, a, a very fit moment in time to reveal that information, right? But she, for some reason, whatever, she doesn't tell the story then, but now she's telling the story. So yeah, it's it's all a bit odd. Now what she says, right? So she said this in an interview that um she was asked to deliver a gym bag to Biden sometime in the spring of 93. Which I kind of think look, if you remember all the detail, you'd remember the actual date. I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, if, if you're saying you can't remember the date, I, that seems a bit odd. And it then goes, I, right, so what, if you can't remember that, what other parts of this could be flimsy? You know what I mean? Like, that's the first thing that I kind of wonder. But, you know, yeah, yeah, supposedly sometime in spring 93 um, And she she met up with him in an empty corridor Somewhere in the Capitol complex She couldn't recall exactly where Or when the alleged incident occurred um, She said um, she greeted him And there was no small talk He smiled and then he just had her up against the wall. 
which is like, okay, but you know what I mean, she didn't scream, didn't do anything, but fine, that happened, um, you know, she said that he began kissing her, and that he ran his hands up her skirt, and under her skirt, using his knee to push her legs open, um, she said she remembers him saying several things to her at that moment, including in a low voice, asking, do you want to go somewhere else? So she remembers that all clearly, but not where it happened, the date of it happening, none of that. I don't know. She says that, um, you know, she pulled away. Uh, Biden just looked at her and said, you're nothing. You're nothing to me. Which... Yeah, just a, another odd situation. Um, she said that she said that after that, Biden tried to reassure her, saying, "You're fine. You're fine. You're okay." After that, she said he adjusted his clothes and walked away. But yeah, it, I don't know. There's, there's, it seems an odd situation. Seems an odd situation and, you know, like there's stuff that, oh, I remember clearly this happened, but I don't remember any of the other bits. Now, I'm not saying it can't be true, but it all does seem a little bit odd. And the timing, that seems a little bit convenient. You know? Like, again, she's a, she didn't file a police report at the time, but she's now filed one. Which, like, yeah, it's just all a bit... All a bit weird. You know? It, it all seems a bit weird. And... <sighs> It's hard, I think it's just because of the time, right, if, if she had said the whole thing last year, you might think, okay, fine, you know, she waited time, but now she's saying it, or if she had said it when he was made vice president, right, because, you know, again, that's an important position, so if you 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 you're trying to stop an evil person being in a role of power then you know that would have been the time because you know if obama died or was incapacitated biden would have been the president right so that's that's a thing but yeah now, now is the time to to say it. And it's like no one can recall. Like even the two people that say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, she did say something to me. They can't recall, you know, they're like, well, she didn't go into any detail. She just said something happened. 
And it, like someone says, oh yeah, that something he did something inappropriate. That could mean so many things. You know what I mean? Like inappropriate, and also, um, you know, your the terms of saying something inappropriate. It's very. It's kind of all over the place right now, right? Because, you know, I think people have complained about someone saying, oh, you look nice in that dress. Which, you know, you can be somewhere else and someone would be like, oh, what do you think of my dress? So, it's like, what is the dynamic? Like, if you're going, oh... Your tits look great in that dress Or I can see your nipples through that dress Yeah, that would be inappropriate But I mean, to comment and say Oh, that that's a nice dress I like that colour You wouldn't think that's really inappropriate But people have said Oh, that's an inappropriate thing to say So, yeah, I mean, if someone said Oh, someone said something inappropriate to me it's hard to gauge what that would be. But she didn't go into any details at the time. And ne- neither of those two people can, you know, they're like, oh, you know, she she didn't mention a, a sexual assault. So, yeah, this is very, it's very weird. You know, I... I have to say, I'm, I would probably lean to the side that I don't know if this actually happened, right? But, you know, depends on the evidence. We have to see more, right? I mean, with something like this, you'd have to see more and get a fuller picture of the situation, but yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to know if this kind of scuppers a thing. And also, right, it's it's like what does the party do? You know what I mean? Like what what would the, what would the Karen Cats do? Because Bernie has only just stepped out, right? So essentially you know, I guess you could go, Bernie, come back in. All right, you're our guy. Joe, yeah, we, we can't go forward. Yeah, like, yeah, what what happens? You know, like, what would happen if, you know, more evidence came out and it was found that, yeah, Biden did do this shit? That's where it gets mad interesting, you know? But yeah, I think he'll be Because everyone now has come out endorsing him You know, Warren's endorsed him Obama's endorsed him And Cardi B endorsed him So, yeah uh, I know American politics is some crazy ass shit Hey, not to say that British politics is any better <laughs> You know what I mean? I think politics in general is... Odd. So yeah, 
I'll be interesting. We, yeah, we will see how this shit unfolds. Yo, so I think everyone is, you know I mean, we're looking for things to do, right? Looking for things to do, things to watch. You know, it's always, um, you know I mean, checking in, like trying to find the next great film to watch, all right? Like, Oh, tell me, like, you know, you're asking people, yo, what's, what's a good series, man? What have you watched recently? Yo, tell me about some good books. Yo, it's shit like that. We're looking for things to do, stuff to digest. Now, on Sunday, yo, man, what went down was something that was outstanding, it was one of the best things I have seen all fucking break lockdown. You know what I mean? And it was a a, a DJ battle between DJ Premier Primo and the RZA, the Abbott. You know what I mean? Bobby Knuckles from the Wu Tang. Um, and so it was something called Verses, right? And this was this has been started by Swiss Beats and Timberland. So they started at the beginning, you know what I mean, in March. And yeah, so I think they've been doing uh, a kind of thing every every week, really. You know, we we've had um there's been a few different people um going down. Like, uh, I, I, you know, there's battles that I need to go check out, right? Um, but yeah, I, I caught on to this. I actually caught on after the fact. On the Monday, I saw this went down. I was like, yo, what the fuck? So I had to, uh, you know what I mean? I found it on YouTube and checked it out. And yeah, so it was RZA... And um, premiere, and it was off the hook. They them just playing. They were going back and forth with the track. I think you played a minute, maybe it was a bit less um, of a track, and then the next guy would play their their response. And so it went back and forth like that. And I think what usually happens is you play 20 records. Okay, so they played 20, having so much fun that they're just like, all right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. You know, it's just like Primo is like, yo, I got, got a text from Swiss. He's like, yo, if you want to go on, go on. So they went on. And we're just, yo, we're just hearing tracks And they're telling stories about, like, you know what I mean That time period or, you know, like a, You know, when they were producing that track or something, something And it was crazy entertaining it was, Like, everyone seemed to be up in there Paying attention You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and I mean everyone you had like Snoop, LL Cool J, Nas, Shaq. Like everyone was like tuned in. Shorty Blitz from the UK. It, it was live, man. It really was. And Legends, Moni Love, you know what I mean? Heather B. Like everyone was paying attention. 
right? And it was great. Now, what I found, so Billboard put together a breakdown, which is interesting, right? So, you know, RZA started off with um, Liquid Swords uh, from uh, the Jizza, right? And um, Primo answered with a million and one rhyme, the million and one questions from Jay-Z. Like round two, RZA had Bring the Pain from Method Man and Primo Breaking the Rules MOP. Three, we had um, Maria from Wu-Tang and um, and this is a truck. Primo dropped mathematics from most death. Ah, oh, which is just fire, right? Then we got Wu Gambinos from Raekwon, and um, Primo dropped the enemy from DJ from Big L. We then had a uh, run, Ghostface Killer. With um, MCs act like they don't know KRS-One um, Shame on a, you know, from a Wu And um, then Primo came with real hip-hop Daz FX Which I forgot he produced, Jerry But as soon as you hear it, you're like Oh yeah, obviously, that's a Primo cut, man Um Yo, then we had Protect Your Neck from uh, Wu. And um, uh, this, so this, I remember what, I think I first heard this on uh, um, Yo! MTV. And it's a uh, group home living proof. Ah, and I loved that track back in the day. Group home were legit. Um... Then it's Cold World from Jizza and, and Primo came with D'Angelo's Devil Pie remix, which ah is a track that ah oh, man, it's just so good. Um, then we had Method Man from Woo, M E T H O T Man, ah. And then uh, just to get a rep from Gangsta, uh, round ten, yeah, people, motherless child from Ghostface Killer to um, Devils from Jay Z, just flavor, people, straight flavor, verbal intercourse from Raekwon and Nazis like. Obviously, Nas. Um, yo, then we had Buck 50 from Ghostface to The Remains Gangstar. Um, Ice Cream, Raekwon to Unbelievable Biggie. Uh, was Brooklyn Zoo, Old Dirty Bastard. And come clean 
Jeru the Damager And like just made you remember how badass Jeru the Damager was man You know what I mean Um, Riza stuck with Old Dirty And we got Shimmy Shimmy Yeah And um then Primo, ho oh, Primo came with kicking the door, but Biggie. Ah, uh, so then, you know what I mean? Like Rizza didn't want to be outdone, so he came with long kiss good night from Biggie. Um, and Primo dropped us above the clouds, gangstar. Then we had Assassination Day, Ghostface, and um, NY State of Mind, Nas. So we're coming towards the end. Um, RZA came with Criminology from Raekwon. Then Primo dropped, um, is it uh, Dwight from Gangstar? Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh. I'm probably wrong. Um, so then we had in incarcerated Scarfaces from Raekwon and boom, Royce the Five Nine, and it all ended with um, "I'll be there for you. You're all I need." Method Man and Mary J. And um, Primo really came with it. Ten crack commandments, baby. So, all fire tracks, right? All fire tracks. But, now, I have to say, right? RZA is a badass producer. But he, he, he mainly kept it in-house. And you know, kind of it, it was it was kind of a woo thing, right? But Primo has worked with so many different people, so many different people that it's the diversity, right? It, it, it's it's that diversity and everything else that I mean you have to give it to Primo. Right, because there's so many different styles with within that whole shit. You know I mean, like working with all those different people, it, you know, I mean? like every beat has that different flavor. Now, it's not to say that Rizza's beats are all the same. No, they're not all the same, but they do all have that woo feel to them. You know. Where I think like the primo stuff Although you can hear it and you go Oh that's a primo beat it, It's Extremely varied You know they're, they're all so extremely varied In style That you're like Oh Nice Yeah That's cool man But this was so fun, right? So fun, and I mean, yes, they like try. Rizza didn't drop Triumph or Cream, but he did drop them 
later when they were messing around, um, just keeping it going. And one one thing that was ah uh, it was it was a lot of fun was um I think well what what did RZA drop? Um I wanna say protect your neck. Oh, but was that here? Hmm. Maybe it was me- no 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 no. No, so I think it yeah, I think it was no, it was cream. It was cream. It was during cream. When he dropped cream, his kids jumped in and were dancing in the back. And that was just so fucking it was just fun. It it, it you know what I mean? it just put the stamp on how fun this whole thing was. Uh, yeah, it, it it was, I was so good, no, I think, no, 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 it was protection, I think it was maybe earlier in the night at protection, maybe it was, I forget, man, my memory is kind of fucked, Chris, but um, maybe it, it was either protection neck or cream, but Riz's kids jumped out, and they were dancing, and yeah, it it, it really did just epitomise what this was, and it was so much fun, it was so much fun, and it was just so needed, right, it was, it was so needed, like, everyone was paying attention, everyone was watching it, and and listen, if, if you didn't watch it live, imagine the amount of people watching it the next day, right, is, yeah, and, Yo, this is the shit, right? Now, like, look, a lot of people are putting out, like, content. Some of it is corny as fuck, right? But I ain't gonna hate because they're trying. You know what I mean? They're trying to do a thing. Now, I, the only thing I would hate is imagine because that was just some fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. That was some patronising bullshit. But people making some little sketches and shit like that. Yo, whatever, man. Like, if you like it or hate it, people are trying. And it's all good. But, um, yo, I just hope there's going to be more of these verses. Uh, because I am in. I am so in on this shit. And... Yo, this is something that you could do after the fact Imagine doing this shit every month You know Like you could have it in a club Right But still stream it online For people that can't make the club Or because, you know It's going to be in the States So anyone that ain't there Here in different parts of the world Can watch it That would be live that would be so fucking cool, and yeah, I I hope that shit happens, man. But um, yo, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. DJ Premier V Rizza versus um, go follow you know go follow versus on Instagram. Um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Okay, so. I think by now, I would say probably nearly everyone 
has seen the, uh, I guess we must say it, man. It's a phenomenon, right? Tiger King, right? And um, that dropped, what, uh, the 20th of March. Um, and, yeah, it's just huge. Like, everyone, like, every podcast is talking about Everyone is talking about it, you know what I mean, wherever you go, people be like, yo, what do you think about Joe Exotic, do you think Carol Baskin fed her husband to the tigers, what's going down, and just being like number one in Netflix lists and everything like that, you know, like word then came that, you know, there was a, a good few different, um, Things that were gonna come, like Kate McKinnon has a uh, a film um, that she's doing where she's gonna be playing Carol Baskin. Um, then it, you know, there's the Ryan Murphy Rob Lowe movie um, that's getting done for um, Netflix, and I think Rob Lowe is playing Joe Exotic. Which is a bit like, oh, okay, interesting. TMZ and Fox had their own um thing. Tiger King, what really went down. And I think the guys that made the original are also doing a um investigating the strange world of Joe Exotic. Okay, so there's that coming. Now. We then heard Jeff Lowe started saying that, oh, they've come back to the zoo. They're filming stuff. There's more coming. And we're like, oh, okay. All right. What's this going to be? Well, what we then learn is on Sunday the 12th, a new episode went up. It's the, it was called The Tiger King and I, hosted by Joe McHale. And on it, he he spoke with um, a few different people. So we had um, Jeff Lowe and his wife. I think it's his wife, Lauren. Um, there is Eric Cowie, uh, John Rennick, Saf. Uh, the guy who had his hand bitten off, um, and Josh, Joshua Dial, um, John Finley and Eric, no, sorry, Rick Kirkman, and, like, so, you know, it, it was kind of, <laughs> yeah, like Joe McHale kind of was like, yo, and so we're going to be catching up with these people. I'm going to be interviewing them and find out, you know, about some of the questions that were left open. So you're like, okay, all right, this could be very interesting, you know, because there was definitely, definitely a lot of shit. That's uh, kind of in the wind, right? So, um, you know, because at the end, Joe goes to jail. You know, he goes for jail for 22 years. But it all came off as 
crazy fishy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so it's just like, all right, fine, yeah, cool. We're gonna, we might get some answers here. No, <laughs> we don't really get answers because essentially. I would just say this is kind of a fluff piece. It's kind of a fluff piece. It's it's something that everyone's going to watch because it's going to be like, oh, do we learn anything? And it, it's just going to, you know, it's good viewing numbers for Netflix. It gets the show back at number one again. You know what I mean? It, that's all it is, really. Because Mikhail does not, he doesn't ask anything impactful. You know, there, there's nothing impactful that he asks. It's it's always just stuff like, um, oh, so um, yo, you're famous. How are you dealing with fame? You're a celebrity now, and it's just like, yo, these people aren't celebrities. <laughs> you know, what I mean? they're not. They're not celebrities at all. Like. If you really want to break it down Yes, they're in the public eye right now But more so because They're so off-key Like, these aren't good people Yeah, Joe went to jail But you can't really say that Any of the others are great people You know, like like a few of them he talked to and he's just like oh yeah you were you were considered like one of the nice guys of the show and it's just like ah but you know like we just got their word for it i mean the two people that came off the best right the two people i feel so you've got the the guy with the um amputated legs you know, so that guy, um, who, I don't know, uh, it's, it's hard to keep track of who everyone is, but I think that might be John Rennick, Ren- yeah, Ren- Ren- Renke, or however you pronounce the name, I think that's him, and then Saf, Saf Safri. Um, they're the two people that came off probably the best, but that's not really saying a lot now, is it? Because, you know, Saf, who on the show, I think they used, um, Kelki, um, yeah, I think on the show, um, he he was introduced as Kelki Safri and as a she, but now we found out that, um, you know, he prefers to be go by the he pronoun and use the name Saf. But like he put his hand through a freaking fence, I I I, I got it. Che- and the thing is, it wasn't bit off. The hand wasn't bit off. He decided, like when it's told, right? You had two options. Okay, so you can keep the hand. It's probably going to be two years of surgeries and rehab. 
right? Or you can have it amputated. And it's just like, eh, just chop it off. So, is not exactly one of the smartest people. Because then you find out now, he he's still trying to pay off medical bills, right? So he's still trying to pay off medical bills and then wants to get a prosthetic hand. Now, right, this was something that happened at work. So you would think, right, he would say, have gone, Joe, use the zoo's insurance business, this happened at work, this is a work industry, so you need to cover all the costs, right, so, you know, and if Joe's like, oh, I don't, I, I, I think, yeah, Joe, I think it was said on the show, Joe was like, oh, I don't, we don't have insurance, it's just like, well, you have all this money coming in, you're paying for this shit, that's the sensible thing, because, Obviously, if you're still trying to pay it off now, it's not like you were flushed in cash. So, not the wisest, smartest person there is. And then, um, you know, John Rennick, uh, like, again, he injured his feet. Uh, and he still had feet, but walked around on them. Walked around on them to the point where he'd worn out all the cartilage and everything like that. So they had to get amputated. They're not the smartest people. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not the smartest people. But, you know, like, these are the cats that come off the best. And when, when they're getting asked these questions... I think these two, they're the only two that are kind of like, ah, well, yeah, he did deserve to go to jail, but, you know, like, she was like, oh, sorry, he, Saf, was like, I, you know, I, I wouldn't want him to die in jail, and John was like, um, oh, I, I don't think this is over. I think there's more to this that, you know, will come out, which is fair, right? Now, the other people, I, they're just getting thrown these softball questions that is, is just crazy. And they're just all saying what, you know, you'd expect them to say. Like, no one... Is no one's been very reflective, honestly. You know, it's just like um, Mikhail says to uh, Jeff Lowe and his wife Lauren, uh, you know, the whole oh, you still got the nanny, yeah, we still got the nanny, <laughs> and they're having a laugh about that, which is just like, really, come on, man, but. It, it was just like, oh, so, you know, people just 
don't seem to want to work with you, Jeff. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I help them out. But, hey, when they realize that they can't take me for a ride, then they don't want to do anything. But he's never kind of called out on, yo, but that last dude that you worked with, you left him to do everything. What, like, what about that? Tell us about that, Jeff. You hear me? Like the new zoo you're meant to be building. What what the hell happened with that? And like no one was getting called on their shit. And, and that's the crazy thing. Like the Oh, what's the name of that first dude that they spoke to? Um Oh my days. That was uh, I think that was Eric Cowie. Um, he, he's the one that, I think he was, like, the zoo manager, um, or some, maybe not the, I forget, I forget, but he was the one, like, oh, I love these animals, oh, yeah, I'd do anything for these animals, and he's, like, saying all of this, and he's just, like, oh, yeah, Joe was so bad to them. And Joe is our soul to these animals and all of the, you know, that's what, that's what he's saying now. But on the documentary, he wasn't saying that. Like, he wasn't saying that, but he's not getting called on it. And it's just like, all these people that are just like, yeah, it was so bad the way he was treating them and all of the, like... Why didn't you leave? <laughs> you really it's just like, all right, if it was so bad, if Joe was treating these animals so bad, why, why didn't you tell the authorities? Right? Why didn't you do that? Or why didn't you help Carol shut Joe down? I mean, like, there's all these things that they could have done, especially if we're to believe they have this crazy love for these majestic beasts. But no one did anything. So you kind of, so you know, you feel that, hey, he went to jail, but all these other people are culpable as well. You know, like, if you really want to break it down, they should all be culpable for their actions. But, yeah, every all these weirdos are out. But he didn't call them on this. Like, there's the, um, he also interviewed, <laughs> like, Joe's political <laughs> manager. Joshua Dial, who I think he was working at the ammo shop, I think that was the thing, I think that's where Joe would talk to him, met him and offered him to be his campaign manager, and that guy's like, yo, when I went, I knew Joe was crazy, I knew he was crazy, but I always wanted to run a campaign, and what, but like, this was a perfect opportunity for me, and blah, 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 and it was just like, okay, now, yes, it's an opportunity to run a campaign, but it also taints you, 
<laughs> it also taints you. And like for you to believe that you can now get another job running someone else's campaign. No one else is going to let you run their campaign, you weirdo. Like, what kind of fool are you to think someone's going to let you run their campaign? And if you do, if you do, it's not going to be anyone normal. So, it's this whole crazy... It's just, like, all of these people are crazy. They've all got their weird stories... You know, they're all trying to shift the blame. And Joe McHale is just... He's underhand serving to them. This, that's all it was. It was this these underhand softball serves. And they just punted everything back. It was just a disappointing show. Like, you, you finished watching it and you're just like... I learned nothing. Like nothing really came out of this. Like nothing came out of it. It was all kind of pointless. You know, like people are trying to deny, you know, certain shit. Like that first dude, um, Eric Cowie, was just like, oh, I've never done meth. Like people think my teeth are messed up because I did meth. I've never touched meth. And you're like, hmm. I don't know about that. Then they also spoke to his first kind of husband, that John Finley, who's got his teeth fixed now. But, you know, the whole thing with him, it's like, no, I'm not gay. I just, you know, you know, I just slept with Joe sometimes. And it's just like, eh, come on. Like, you'd be bi. Like, there's nothing wrong with it But there's a whole thing that Oh, Joe convinced two straight people to Like, he didn't He didn't really conv- have to convince them hard, right? <laughs> so, yeah, no, come on And this whole Yeah, it, it's just weird It was just a weird show That was all kind of pointless Like, I, I think it just I can see why they wanted to do it, right? And especially because a lot of these other shows have these kind of things, right? These wrap-up shows where they bring everyone back at the end. It does seem a very American thing to do, right? You bring everyone back and you talk to them and be like, Oh, so what did you learn about? It's just like, come on. You're not getting any truth here, right? But... It just kind of feels a cheap thing to do. And where, like, look, it's a crazy-ass series. It was a crazy-ass documentary series. And you you, yeah, you definitely watched it thinking, oh, there's definitely some lies and bullshit up in here. But it was just so batshit intriguing. And this, it just kind of watered everything down. Like, Joe McHale just really didn't seem like he was taking it, it. It wasn't a serious thing. It wasn't, like, a journalistic, ah, I want to get to the bottom of this stuff. It was just like, ah, 
I'm making some money. I can talk to these crazy people. Oh, this will be a fun way to pass the time. So it's just like, eh. Kind of wish it just wasn't there. I think it would have just been better to end on, you know, the seventh episode and leave it at that. But, you know, it is what it is, people. It is what it is. And, look, people are definitely going to watch it, you know. So, hey, it's there. If you want that extra, you know, Tiger, Tiger King fix, go check it out. But it's not. It's not going to hit you like the main series. So be warned, people. Be warned. But yeah, Tiger King and I is on Netflix. So, you know, you can watch it if you feel. Okay, people. So I, uh, yeah, decided to do it. That's right. I went back to Gilead. Yes. I read The Testaments this week, which, uh, yeah, is the second book, I guess, in the Handmaid's Tale sequence. Um, So it's by Margaret Atwood, obviously. Um, And this is narrated by Anne Dowd, Bryce Dallas Howard, Mae Whitman, um, Derek Jacobi, and Tanto Cardinal. Uh, so the gist of the book is this, okay? So um, the wait is over, and so I step up into the darkness within, or else the light. When the van door slammed on Offred's future at the end of Handmaid's Tale, readers had no way of telling what lay ahead for her. Freedom, prison or death With the testaments, the wait is over Margaret Atwood's sequel picks up the story 15 years after Offred stepped into the unknown With the explosive testaments of three female narrators from Gilead Dear readers, everything you've ever asked me about Gilead and its inner workings Is the inspiration for this book Well, almost everything. The other inspiration is the world we've been living in. Margaret Atwood. So, yeah, that's the thing, right? So, in this book, we have um, three... uh, Yeah, three kind of viewpoints. Three narrations. um, And those are... um, Oh gosh, Daisy (laughs) Man, sometimes it's just like, oh, what's happening? But yes, so uh, we've got Daisy Who's a feisty teenager living in Canada With two people who run a thrift store um, Who are her parents We've also got Agnes uh, a young woman who has grown up in Gilead and is being groomed, um, you know, to marry a commander. And we also have Aunt Lydia, who is, yeah, writing, right? So, 
Yeah, I I think uh, that's all I will say about Aunt Lydia. Uh, so yeah, we we kind of get that viewpoint. So it's it's eight, we're able to kind of you know because she you know her from the first book, but it's like now we get to see under the hood, as it were, and that's what this is. You know, it's, it's like fifteen years on from the first, and you know, I guess look. You, you know, the way hand-mailed, hands, hand, the way the first book finishes, like Uthred going off, you kind, I think, I don't know if anyone really believes that she's going to doom, right, I think it's pretty obvious what's happening, Uh, and I was content with that, you know, I, I don't know if I necessarily needed this, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I don't think there was necessarily a need for a new book. Um, I guess, you know, with the TV show being so popular and everything like that, there was, like, I think the opportunity is there to capitalise. So I understand why the book was written. But yeah, it, it, this... We get these three narrations, so we're, we're having the stories and seeing how, you know, these characters, how they possibly connect with each other and Gilead, right? Is there a connection? Like, how do these point of views, how will they kind of coerce? That's the kind of thing that you, you know what I mean, we're kind of getting from the giddy up, and they're all different, right, so, yeah, we, we have Daisy in another country, so just not having the same restrictions as, like, Agnes, who, as mentioned, you know, she's being groomed, right, and then we've got Aunt Lydia, who, you know, she's laying out something completely different. So we're getting all of this, and I don't know, I, 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 I kind of got the sense of, like, do we, like, why? Right? And I kind of see where this is going. Right? Because that, I think, in the first, I get, like, even with the Handsmaid's Tale, I kind of figured how it was playing out. You know, I wasn't really surprised. Like, you understand, okay, so we're going to get, you know, the, there's go, always going to be, um, like, hints at escape. But then the rug's going to get pulled, and then another one, and then and it's going to go like that, and then we're going to end with something. You kind of get that sense, and other people will possibly turn, but who, and but how, and blah, blah, blah. You, you understand, for me anyway, that this is what we will find, but you're not quite sure when and who. Like, it, with this one, it's more transparent. You know, for me, this felt like a, a straighter journey 
you know, than the first one. The first one is a bit more of a maze, but one of those maids that you're like, yeah, you, we're never going to get lost in it. We're always going to find our way out. This isn't even that. This is a, just a straight line, you know, maybe a slight little turn, a slight little gradient, but nothing crazy. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's what this gives you. And even the daisy portion, you pretty much, like, you decipher that pretty quickly. You know, it, it's kind of obvious. that, I, And I think that's the shame of it. It's all a little too obvious. You know, the, the daisy thing, you get, I think... I'd be surprised if no one guesses that pretty early on. You know, even before the incident, you know where this is, you know, where this is going. But then, like, we we have things that happen that are a bit like, wait, but that doesn't make any sense. Like, to get the story to this place, we're going to do this. But it's just like, but that, why would you do that, huh, you know, that's the kind of thing I, I kind of felt, um, with a lot of that story, and we, we have these things going on, you know, like, the, these kind of, a few horrific things are kind of mentioned, and, you know, all of this, but it's a bit like, um, Okay, well, yeah, obviously you're going to throw it in. But it just felt a little forced. You know? And also because the way someone else is acting, you pretty much know that, yeah, this is a thing. That it's there. So when the thing happens, you're like, eh, okay. Like, it's not great, but you kind of get it. You know it's there. But then also you know that, right, well, obviously something's going to happen, right? It's never just going to get left like that. There's going to be something. So, yeah, you, you kind of see it. And I think because you then, we're, we're basically told who's doing what. You know, it, there's no big reveal, you know, so you know who's pulling, you know who Geppetto is, essentially, and I think that harms the book, because you don't want to know that, you, you need to reveal, what you want is like, um, a June Messiah, and at the end, everything just dominoes, you know, and then all of these things fall into place, and you're like, oh, <gasps> Wait, so, oh, god damn, I didn't realise that, but, whoa, that's what you want, that would be powerful, you know, so, I think, if some of the narrations, we didn't actually, we weren't told who they were, until the end, that would have been more powerful, because, like, knowing who is doing this stuff, you then always get the sense of, ah, well, yeah, it's going to turn out like this, right, it, yeah, obviously, it's going to play like that, 
but yeah, I don't know. Yes, I I think like it's not a terrible. See, this is the thing. It's not a terrible book. It's the writing is decent. The writing is decent. You know, but I just think when you are. I guess when you're you're coming with all the hype that this book came with, you know, the fact that it won the Man Booker, which, reading it, I'm just a bit like, what? I don't understand. You know, but obviously, I understand why it won the Man Booker, you know? Um, but yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. For me, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it's just okay. And I feel that Handmaid's Tale is a better book. It, and I didn't love the Handmaid's Tale. But I just felt the structure of it works better than the structure of this. You know? But I guess, look, if you were a big fan of the Handmaid's Tale, if you were a big fan of, like, the whole story arc, you like the TV show and all of that, I feel this will work probably better for you. You know, you'll like to see behind the hood. Wait, no, that's under the hood. Yes, you'll like to see underneath the hood. You'll probably like to see those Mananutians. Mananutians isn't even a word, is it? Uh, and I can't think. Now the word I actually want is just gone. It's gone. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you want the minutiae. You want all of this detail. The origin stories and all of that. Like, I think, yes, real crazy fans. You know, when I say crazy fans, I don't mean, you know, deranged. But I mean, people that are just... I mean, this speaks to, on that other level. Yeah, I think you will enjoy this. But, uh, yeah, for me, it's just okay. Right? Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I think sometimes you don't need all the details. It's nice just to be like, okay, so they did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it probably went like this, but you don't need everything just pointed out. You know, you don't want to see the magic, how the magic trick works, right? Essentially. And that's what this is. It's showing us how the magic trick worked. But, um, you know. It is what it is, right? Um, does make me want to go and read Girl, Woman, um, Ursh, Girl, Woman, Power. Um, oh man, I can't remember the name of the, of the one that actually won, um, the, uh, the Girl, Woman, Other. Yes. Bernadine Evavisto's book, you know what I mean, be interesting to see that, because yeah, I don't know if this is man booker winning quality, but uh, you know, I don't ever say, <laughs> I will say the narration, it all worked, like that, I enjoyed that, that helped the book flow and move and everything, you know, so that's good, the audio book, I, I, I think, yeah, people that do the audio book, you'll enjoy the production quality of that, but yeah, the testaments, you know, I mean, there's definitely room for more, right, 
there's definitely room to do other stuff in this world. Whether they do or not, mm, who knows? Who knows? But yeah. Yeah, there you go, people. There you go. Just my thoughts, right? Just my thoughts. Okay, so as we draw to the end of another episode, a little bit of TV news before we bounce. Alright, so CBS are cancelling God Friended Me. Um, so this is um, the Brandon Michael Hall Ledge series. Uh, it's currently on its second season, but it is said that, um, you know, the showrunners and everyone found out with enough time so they could give the series a uh, conclusive ending. All right. So um, it's it's about a guy who is an outspoken atheist and his life is turned upside down when he receives a friend request on social media from God and unwittingly becomes an agent of change in the lives and destinies of others around him. Hmm, does kind of sound a little touched. Is it touched by an angel? I don't know. There was some goofy show on as I, when I was a kid, I remember. But, um, hey, you know what? Maybe this was good. I don't know. Because, yeah, we don't have that over here. As far as I'm aware, um, maybe it's on Amazon and I haven't come across it. Who knows? All right. Um... Yo, so, we all know that Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, uh, yeah, it's going to end in its seventh season. And now ABC has um, given word that that seventh season will be starting on the 27th of May. So, uh, yeah, that will be something for people to... uh, Look forward to Right So I like I haven't I'm still on the second season <laughs> You know what I mean But supposedly This season begins With everyone being transported Back to 1920s New York Um Yeah Alright I don't know Maybe that makes sense Maybe everyone's looking forward to that I don't even know. So um yeah, I've got a I've got a lot to catch up on if I can make it that far. Who knows because hey, uh, the season 2 is being frustrating. <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know. I'm not sleeping, so hey, I will probably end up yeah, just finishing it and watching it. But we're gonna, you know, end with some more, um, you know, Disney Plus news. So, hey, we know that um, the 4th is a big Star Wars day. That's the 4th of May. 
and there's gonna be a couple of things dropping um, to uh, you know keep those Star Wars fans happy so um, one of those is gonna be the final episode of um, the acclaimed Star Wars the Clone Wars right so um, yeah I mean that's pretty big right because wasn't I believe this was cancelled one part or maybe it just ended and it was so popular they came back to it is, is I, I think that's true maybe I made that up I don't know who knows but uh, I'm gonna say it's true yeah so um yeah that, that that's pretty big you know um the other big thing is going to be an eight part documentary series uh, called Disney Gallery The Mandalorian um, and it's going to uh, I think it's like John Favreau and he's going to be talking with like the cast and the crew uh, and, and give people a um, a look behind the scenes on like the making of this, you know, first live action Star Wars TV show, you know, which was a, a big thing, right? Because I think we've we've had this kind of talked about. You know what I mean? Like people have talked about doing a a TV show for a while. I think at one point there was meant to be this comedy and like all these things, but never happened. So the fact that then the Mandalorian came, and from all accounts, it it, it was a huge success, right? It's got a second season coming. Uh, you know. It's, um, they're, they're doing the fucking weekly release, so I haven't watched it yet, I'm waiting for it all to be up, and then I'm gonna get into it, but, um, yeah, so, yeah, this whole thing, it's gonna be, um, you know, never before seen footage, like, these big, these interviews, kind of a roundtable discussions, it sounds pretty it sounds pretty interesting you know uh so yeah that is going to be dropping on uh, the fourth as well so well i think the first episode as i said it's an eight part documentary series so um yeah that's a couple of things for star wars fans to look forward to so people that is it for another week and uh we will be back next wednesday all right so stay safe and uh enjoy whatever the fuck you are doing to keep safe and to keep sane all right enjoy people catch you next week
campaign. Cool the color of mayonnaise. I'm drunk and high at the same time, drinking champagne on the airplane. Spit rounds like a gun.